Blue 22. Blue 22. Hut, hut. Hike! Welcome to the playoffs, Jimmy. You as well, Commissioner Elvis. <laughs> Welcome to the Commission Cast for all of our listeners. It is December 13th. Um, I am your Commissioner Elvis. I'm Commissioner Jimmy. And um, before we go into anything else, we do have a very special guest with us here today. Um, and let's just get right into the guessing uh, game for you guys, because obviously we know who it is. Yeah. Uh, do, let me give the first hint. This is a... Um, a person who has never been on this podcast before, and I am fairly certain that you are not going to expect uh, this person to be on this podcast. Yeah, I think this one is a little bit tougher. Um, the second hint is this person's from the great city of Bridgeport, Connecticut. All right. If that hasn't given it away yet, uh, he is a sports fanatic. He was a high school wrestler and is now a photographer. Do you think it's enough hints, Jimmy? Like I said, it might or be tough. Let me let me let me let me uh, say that again. A photographer. Oh, <laughs> well, that's a good one. I think that should should kind of give it away there. All right, our guest today is none other than Fu from uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, Fu, why don't you uh, say hi? Uh, what's up, guys? My name is Fu from yeah. Connecticut, and. and- uh, yeah, I'm a diehard Eagles fan. Oh, that's right. Like- I totally forgot. I, I see it in the background. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. They're doing uh, pretty good, except for the last couple of games, but you know, overall pretty good. I'll talk about those weeks. Yeah, <laughs> we always say that. Uh, how, are your, how are your fantasy teams doing this season? Uh, I'm in two of them. I run one of them and uh, made it to playoffs. Oh, so you're a commissioner too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yep. Perfect for the commish cast. Yeah. And, uh, how been- did you say you were doing? Uh, I'm in playoffs in both of them. I lead. I'm in like the leads, the first number one standings in one of them, and then the other one, I'm in third place. I've had a rough couple of weeks for that. I was in the top place, and then I sort of went downhill. But right. you know, we're still there. But I mean, I mean, all you have to do is just make playoffs, and that's your that's that's all it takes, right? Because playoffs it. be playoffs be wild sometimes. So you just gotta make Someone it. Tell Josh Dobbs to learn how to throw a ball again. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that guy. He was so good that first week in, in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He lost his job to Nick Nick. <laughs> oh, Mullins. yeah. He got he got benched. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, there goes my fantasy team. We're going to have to pick up someone else. This, this, well, with all the quarterback injuries this season, there are options out there. Just They're not pretty options, but there are options. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyways, we have a couple of, uh, of things we would like to do before um, we get started with the uh, the meat of the show. Uh, we had this thing last week where we, um, Jimmy, why don't you explain it? So basically, uh, I had suggested, because we were talking about Tua, um, and then Elvis brought up that uh, Tua is just like his shortened name. Um, so then I looked it up, and I'm like, why don't we try to say it on the podcast? Um, but then Elvis was like, let's let's save it for the, the next guest. So um, we're going to, all three of us are going to try to <laughs> pronounce his full name. All right, why don't, why don't guest honors, why don't you go first, Fu? 
Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this name before? I have not actually. This is the first I'm seeing it. It wasn't until like two weeks ago that I found out that the, his name is not his his full name is not just Tua. <laughs> give it a give it a shot. Give it a shot. Okay, okay. Uh, Tua. Tua Gamanuopola Tagviola. Good shot. Can I forgive it? Do you have a reference for us in, uh, when we're done so that we know what it actually sounds like? Oh, I don't. Let me. Uh... Let me pull that. All right, I'm gonna take a shot. This is very tricky because there's a segment. There's a segment here. I, I think you saw it, Fu. There's a segment in here that could be very troublesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> if we say it wrong. <laughs> um, Try to avoid that. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. So it's. Uh, I know I've heard this before, but you know I've heard it. I still can't pronounce it correctly because it's just so long. It's literally like twelve syllables. It's two on two on. Tuangamanulopula. Tungavaloa. Alright, Jimmy, you give it a try. Let me give it a shot. Tuanigaman uole pola tangavaloa. Alright, and the connect, correct pronunciation nice. is. Tuanigamanuole pola tangavaloa. That is one hell of a name. I thought my name was complicated. <laughs> yeah. Alright. And then uh, Jimmy has one more thing that he wants to talk about here, apparently. Yeah, I actually added this, not like it's recently. So I saw this on TikTok. Um, one of the players from the Bengals was going around the locker room um, asking his teammates who they think is going to win the uh, college football championship. Um, so there's four teams, and I, I just want to get you guys' thoughts on who's going to win. Obviously, it doesn't have to have any rhyme or reason. Um, it could just be like, you know, you like the letter A and, you know, Alabama. Um, but, you know, Obviously, there's there's no uh, fantasy implications right now, but uh, you know when these games play out, there might be. Yeah, especially for our league since it is a dynasty league, and so like you know a lot of these top players will be going to the NFL, and then we will be drafting them into our leagues as rookies. Yeah. So the four teams are, are that are in it: Alabama, Michigan, Washington, and Texas. Do you watch college football at all, Fu? A little bit, mostly during the playoffs. I think I used to follow it a lot, but it got real complicated. Yeah, it's just so many teams, right? It's just like a lot of players too. You can only really know a few, and then some of them don't go into the NFL; they stay. So you're just like you forget about them sometimes. Right. Um, my initial, uh, if I can at least fifty-fifty this, my thoughts are Bama or Michigan, because I feel like Bama is always in it, and they, you know the lose but they're always in it so you know they always have developing players and um i heard something about michigan this year that um i forget what it was something that happened with them early in the season was the same thing that happened when tom brady was with with michigan and they won that year (laughs) i I don't know that that's why that's why i narrowed it but uh i'm i'm picking bama okay they're always elite they're always at the top and uh you know I feel like that's just a prominent name to hear. All right, Phil, who do you have? I actually am picking the Texas Longhorns. Oh, I actually heard about them too. They are on fire. I've just peeped their schedule. I've been watching a lot of their stuff. And they, I mean, they have a good team and they're coming off of a huge win against Oklahoma State, you know, 49 to 21. So, you know, anything to amp them up. I think they're 
they're going at it against Washington, right? Yeah, Washington. Yeah, I think so. And uh, playing in New Orleans, I mean, look, you're down south. You're going to be well prepped for the weather. You know, Washington's not. I don't think they, they might. They do have a great quarterback, though. Washington has a really good quarterback. So um, if, if but if I had to choose, I think I'm thinking Texas Longhorns for sure. What are you, Jimmy? Okay. This is kind of interesting. I, I, I have to go with Washington here um, because I'm a Seahawks fan. Um, so it translates? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Continue. I also want to see their QB do pretty well, um, Michael Penix. I don't know if he's going to declare for the draft this year, but um, he should be a high-value draft pick. This is funny because I think out of all these teams, Michigan is probably the most complete team, but we're not, we're not like none of us selected uh, Michigan to win. They're my top half at least. Yeah. I mean, they, I think it's just going against Bama and it's just that, yeah. you know, Nick Saban, once he's there, he's there. Yeah. I mean, the so thing is with, with Bama, they weren't even supposed to be in it. They, they actually beat right. Georgia, um, uh, yeah. who was undefeated and punched their ticket in. So huge upset. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, that's that's it for our pre-episode banter. Let's uh let's go get on with the episode. Jimmy, what do we have in line for today? Okay, so for segment one we have who's that. Segment two we have a fantasy feud, uh, me against Fu, and then segment three we have would you rather. All right, let's get started. Who's that? Oh man, it's been so long <laughs> since I've had a good transition like that. All right. Um, all right. So for anybody who's new, uh, or just doesn't remember what the segment is, uh, who's that is a guessing game where we will present a stat line from, from the previous week, which would have been week, uh, 14 and, um, whether, you know, it's surprising in some way or standard in some way. Um, it's it's a, a player that we would like to highlight and, um, it is the, person who is not presenting the people who are not presenting is their job to uh guess who this player is so Fu, why don't you give us your first line uh so my first line is one reception six targets eight yards all right so jimmy and i will be working as a team uh we have three guesses in total and you're going to give us a, a hint every time we get some, one wrong all right, Fu. So be ready for to give us a gift, in, uh, a, a hint in case we sure. uh, a gift too would be nice. But <laughs> tis the season, tis the season. <laughs> a hint in, in, in the case we do get it wrong. Um, my initial feeling is that this is a player that is typically really good, but it's spectacularly bad because of this deadline. Would you agree, Jimmy? Yeah, spectacularly bad is a funny way of putting it. Uh, six targets for uh, one reception, huh? Yep, I feel like this is Jamar Chase. I know he had tar- he had you know a decent number of targets. Six is decent, I would say, not the best. And I know that he fell very short this this week. I don't think it's him. I have him, so so he did better than, yeah. than eight yards. Yeah. Um, uh, who else was? But yeah, I I do agree with you that it's someone that's typically good but just didn't do well at all this week yeah who caught one ball um i don't know 
I, I'm trying to think of other superstars. Um, would it be anybody from the Seahawks game, possibly? I know it's not DK. DK did okay. It's not Lockett. It's not Lockett. It's not Jackson Smith. Right? I don't think so. I mean, it could be JSN, but... Maybe maybe it's somebody from the um, the uh, Texans game. Not Texans. Yeah, Houston Texans. Because CJ Stroud got hurt, and then they, yeah. they did pretty poorly as well. Maybe Noah Brown or... Nico Collins. Nico, Nico Collins, Collins got, got hurt. hurt. Yeah. Um. Let's 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 lock a guess and take a hint because yeah, I I, 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 I feel like there's too many options for us right now. I think we can start with Nico Collins. I guess. All right. So we're we're locking in Nico Collins. Foo. Is that right or wrong? <laughs> All right. So what's our hint? Uh, he's played in a Super Bowl. He's played in a Super Bowl. Oh, is it? It's not. It's not. It's not, it's not Cooper Cup. He had a touchdown this week. Yeah. Um, is so this, is this like a home team for a foe? It could be an could Eagles. Be a homer, a it could homer. be a. Uh, I don't think it's a. Uh, a chief. He's, He's not played in the Super Bowl. Like it could be a uh, a buck. Mike 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 Evans had a oh yeah Mike, Mike Evans had a terrible week as well. That is true. Because he, he has played in a, he, the Super Bowl. He just hit a thousand yards, and then this next the game after that was. You know, yeah, he did have a he bad fell game. flat. I, I, I'll go with Mike Evans. Mike Evans is our guest. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> All right, so Dude. Mike, yeah, let's, oh. let's talk Mike Evans. Gosh, like how it's so dependent on Baker, I feel like, and it sucks to like see that for him because he had such a good week. I mean, he literally put his ticket into the Hall of Fame, right? And then the week after. One reception, six targets. Like, what are you doing, Baker? Like, he's your top wide receiver. Trust him. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like who did they play this past week? It was the Falcons. I think. Falcons, right? Oh. It was a divisional game. Um, I feel like you know, just the nature of wide receivers in general is just already so volatile. And then Baker thrown into the mix makes it even more so the case for you know any of the wide receivers over there. Like, I feel like the trust level over there for fantasy is not all there. I feel like, you know, Mike Evans is such a great player, but he's not so highly touted because of that. Yeah. No, I seen, I mean, due to his game, really, it stopped a lot of people from making playoffs. Yeah. You know, cause he's like almost their wide receiver number one with all the injuries this year. And then he plays like a wide receiver four. <laughs> right. Yeah. He had a, he had a touchdown at the end that was called back. I don't know if that was to win the game or not. I think it was because he was just barely out. Yeah, he bounced. Yeah. I think his hand was out first, and then the foot came down. Yeah. Um, and then they called it back. So that would have saved, you know, his day. But uh, unfortunately, they called it back, and uh, he only had one reception on the day. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. That's just that, that's wide receivers. Yep. Not yeah. often, but you know, it, it'd be like that. All right, Jimmy, give me your next. Give me your first line. I should say. All right, I have. Four receptions, 11 targets for 24 yards. All right, for who would team me up here? Four receptions, 11 targets, 24 yards. This is a very mediocre line. It's very good targets. Yeah, a lot of targets. A lot of, you know, definitely sees the field. But did not, he did not make use of it. Maybe this he is did. a Jamar Chase line. Jamar Chase. Because I feel like... I, feel I don't like, have Jamar Chase, so I don't know. I feel like Jamar um, Chase... If you don't, if you don't have, you have, if you don't have any hints, I think we should go with Jamar Chase. He's not. This this feels another. Jamar Chase. 
this feels like another like fall flat line. Jamar, yeah, I mean, I could I could see Jamar Chase being like that, but I don't know. Browning's had some really good games though, right? Yeah, so he's like been, he's been a little so more than decent. He, yeah, but, so but I I just I just know that Jamar Chase did not do well this week. Yeah, I hmm. it's very mediocre. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, hey, I'm down for if, yeah. If, if you got nobody trip. else, we can we can yeah, just yeah. take a stab at it and then mm-hmm. to get our hint. Let's go for it. All right, Jimmy. Did we get it? Oh, it's not Jamar Chase. Give us a hint. Uh, he does play for the AFC. He does play for the AFC, so that narrows it down by fifty percent. <laughs> and it's not Jamar Chase. Yeah. So. Fifty. Okay, like, narrows it down by fifty-one percent. Pittsburgh? Deontay Johnson? Was no, he? I think Deontay Johnson had a, had a pretty good week with Trubisky. Oh, yeah, um, so George Pickens. <laughs> AFC? No, George Pickens doesn't get many, that many targets. Yeah, he, he, he's generally done. He's a big uh, big play guy. Um, it wasn't Waddle. Waddle had a game. AFC. Hmm. I'm gonna look up AFC. Any teams. Ravens wide receivers? Any? Good? I mean, Zay I Flowers. Like in- Zay Flowers had has been pretty good ever since uh, Mark Andrews has left the field. Um, yeah, but I don't think it's Zay. Do you think this is a tight end? Is it? Is that a possibility? The only any tight ends get over uh, ten targets a game. That's like top tier. That's usually. like yeah. That's and they're usually getting it right. Laporta is usually getting it. Yeah. Kelsey's usually getting it. Oh, oh, oh. Getting I, you know who's another star player? I'm looking at the uh, AFC teams, and you know who's another player that fell flat? Keenan Allen. Ooh, Keenan Allen is a good guess. It's only because his wide receiver or his quarterback is gone. Yeah, you know? Do you know? Who, you know who's replaced? Who replaced him? Have you ever? Um, have you ever had a hockey stick? <laughs> I know that this this has been said before for sure, but. Uh, e- the replacement for Justin Herbert is Easton Stick, and Easton is a hockey brand. So. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Easton—that's hilarious. Yeah, but anyways, oh I, I'm okay. I, I'm good to go with Keenan Allen if you are Keenan Allen. But um, I know. Mm, I know Keenan Allen is also like on the season, like a target leader. So I feel like I'm okay with Keenan Allen thinking. I don't know. Did he? Did we, he not have a good game? I'm pretty sure he didn't. Okay. Uh, if you have anybody else, you know, we can still we can continue to, to deliberate, but we have one more hint if we get it wrong. Okay. Um, AFC, 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 AFC. We got the Bills. I mean, Stephon Diggs didn't have a good week either. Actually, Stephon Diggs didn't have a good. Amari Cooper had a pretty good week. Uh, yeah, Joe. Fox I don't know why it's not Elijah Moore, but he doesn't get that many targets. Yeah. Um, Ooh. I yeah. forgot about Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Now, now I'm now I'm between two: Stephon Diggs and Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. Might be our my next two guesses, if anything. Yeah, that w- those would be my two. Who's, I would. I. Mm, who do you Stephon lose? Diggs does get a lot of targets, and he doesn't. I was seeing a bunch of screen games that wasn't working out for him. Yeah. So let's go, Stephon Diggs. I'm down with Stefan. All right, Stefan Diggs. Hey, we got it. Good job, fool. Right, let's go. <laughs> well done, boys. All right, so the reason I'm picking Stefan Diggs is, um, is it time to hit the panic button on him? Just to, just to give you guys stats on the last four weeks, we're not going to count his bye week. He's finished we, uh, wide receiver 57, wide receiver 13, 
wide receiver 56, wide receiver 56. Yeah, he has not been good this year. They have not been utilizing him. Like, they have been, you know, obviously throwing the ball to him, but he just can't make anything of it. And this time next year, I don't think he's going to be a Bill. I don't wow, know. really? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's we've seen how frustrated he's he's been lately with the team. Yeah. Like, he wants to be on a, you know, Super Bowl contending team, and their Bills are, you know, not not a, uh, a powerhouse I, right now. I don't know if I blame, like, the offense, though. I feel like that the coach needs to go. I mean, well, like, you know what's funny? They got rid of their offensive coordinator. And ever since then, their run game has been so much better. They're actually utilizing. Right. They're actually utilizing. Uh, what's his name? James, James Cook. Cook. James Cook. Yeah, he's looked. He's looked like a really good running back. Yeah, they figured. Stephon Diggs has like plummeted his stock. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something. Something yeah, to think Stephon. about. I mean, going into playoffs, you know, he's Stephon Diggs. Is he hard to trust for those that have him going into playoffs? I think so, but you don't bench him. Right, you don't. Yeah, you don't. I, I feel like it just feels yeah. bad to bench him, like it, because like if you bench him and then he goes off, you just kick yourself in the butt. Yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen too. Like he's he's gonna go off like one of those playoff games because the thing is, I was looking at the records of every NFL team and nobody's really a lock for the number one seed, number two seed. Yeah, so it's pretty much thrown up in the air. I mean, the Bills had they just beat the Chiefs, so great game on their part and you know it's they're gonna play digs like throughout the whole the rest of the season so yeah i mean you know even though digs didn't do good he still has a deck 10 plus target which is great so you know he just needs to make something of it and he'll be fine so he has the volume he just needs the efficiency i just think it's interesting because like gabe davis goose this week too you know gabe davis has been having a pattern well, he's been goosing and then scoring and then goosing. Yeah, he's been goosing every other week and then going off every other week. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm looking at I'm looking at who's getting all the usage and it's just James Cook in, in rushing and receiving. Yeah, James Cook is getting utilized a lot. The Bills tight ends are nice too. Yeah, they are, yeah they do have Kincaid. Yeah, and Knox, oh, and Knox, Knox is back. Yeah, they, I think I think uh, Knox is starting to take a backseat to uh, Kincaid though. Kincaid's yeah. snap count. This is uh, the first time of this past week was their first time playing together since uh, Knox's injury. And Kincaid's snap count actually went up. Oh, that's interesting. From from when he was playing by himself. So that is really interesting. Just to, you know, kind of point that out. Yeah. I mean, I, I do know that teams like to use two tight end sets and stuff like that, too. So, uh, but, you know, Knox is, look, is looking like he's kind of kind of fade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, where do you put Stefan Diggs? Like, where do you think he finishes the season? Um, I don't know. It's top tough. top twenty four wide receiver. Yep, in or out? I'd say he's in. Who? Oh, he's in. He's in. Yeah. All right. Top twenty four. Come top, on. Top sixteen. Uh, are we are we talking about end of the year stats? or Are we talking end, about end of, this like year, end, end, end of the season rankings among wide receivers? I'd say yes, just because he's talented, and with all the injuries to, you know, wide receivers and stuff like that. What What do you think, Fu? Top sixteen? Man, I'm real hesitant about that, but I think yeah, I think he's top sixteen. I think, 
I think Josh Allen's going to give him the ball. He's going to he's going to force. He's going to figure it out. They're going to figure out how to play him again. Yeah, I I think that's kind of where my cutoff is. Around sixteen is where I can, where I'm going to put him. Like sixteen, fourteen to sixteen ish. I would say he finishes outside the top ten. Outside the top ten, inside the top sixteen for you, Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. He has a tough he has a tough matchup next week against Dallas or yeah. this this upcoming week actually. Yeah. All right, let's move on to my next line. Uh, well, my first, I keep saying next line, but my first line, the next line, um, this player has, he caught 11 receptions out of 12 targets, 95 yards and two touchdowns. I actually, for I'm going to have, uh, you solo this one because I actually know who this is. <laughs> 11 receptions, 12 targets, 95 yards and two touchdowns, two touchdowns, who had a two touchdowns? Two tutties. I know my, and then my players are like two touchdowns like that unfortunate me neither i don't think not this week if you're not sure you can just turn in a name grab a hint i'll, I'll make so it easy Michael for you Pippen jr is that are you locking that in uh yeah mm, yeah i'm gonna lock i heard he had a really good game i don't have him I, i'm gonna lock it in Incorrect. So uh, you are not incorrect in that Michael Pittman has been getting some insane volume. Uh, Michael Pittman, he's earning himself his next contract, which is you know this is his contract year, so he's definitely earning himself that this season. He's been having like you know like twelve plus target games every single week for the past like you know second half of the season. Um, your hint is that this is not a wide receiver. Ooh, not a wide receiver. You're soloing it, so I gotta I gotta give you some good hints, you know. It's definitely not a running back because running back would have had some rushing yards. So it's definitely a tight end. Was it? I'm really tempted to say it was Laporta. If it's not a wide receiver, it's definitely not a running back. And Laporta had a really good game, even though the doubt. Yeah, because their defense sinks. That's why they lost that game. I'm going to say Laporta. Lock, uh, locking Laporta in. I don't know why I'm doing that. But right, not a problem. <laughs> I'm gonna give you an, a buzzer because that's it, it is not Laporta either. Laporta oh had a decent week, but God. not two touchdowns. Oh. Right, he had a decent week, right, Jimmy? Laporta, Laporta? yeah. I remember was, I played him; he did pretty good. It's a decent week, but not 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 his uh not his best. Um, God. your next hint is that this is an AFC South team. You, okay, how well you know your divisions? I AFC South. That is uh wow. I know NFC South, AFC South. Say AFC, one team for me. Uh, so AFC South third. is the uh, the Titans. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you want do you want to know who else is in the AFC South? Okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Titans. I'm liking out. Titans, Texans, Colts, and Jags. Titans, Texans, Colts, and Jags. I already guessed one of the Colts. Yeah, but you but you, you get the wide receiver though. And then Jags. Ooh. Anyone at Jags do that good? <laughs> I have Calvin Ridley in one of my leagues. Uh, I, I <laughs> no, do too. He didn't do that good. But but like like I said, it's not a wide receiver. It's not a wide receiver. Crap. So th- th- I think this narrows it down. I'll get him out oh, for you. Oh. Okay. Oh, all right. Hold on. Is it Evan Ingram? Are you locking it in? Yeah, I'm locking that in. There you go. That's money. You got it. <laughs> oh, Evan Ingram had a 
Evan Ingram had a phenomenal week, and I brought him up because I know that Commissioner Jimmy traded for him this past season in our Dynasty League, and he must be elated to have him right now. Yeah, of course, man. Especially since I had Kyle Pitts for most of the season, um, you know, getting Evan Ingram, and then for him to turn up these past two weeks, um, I really didn't give up much for him either. (laughs) Yeah, you know what's funny? Last year, Evan Ingram was a playoff hero, too. Really? Last year, during yeah. the playoffs, he was a, uh, a hero for those who had him. And it looks like he might last, do it again. I think his last like three weeks, he had like four or five touchdowns, like 400 yards or something. He turned up. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was scary because I didn't know if uh, Trevor Lawrence was going to be playing. He's, he was a game-time decision, and then they ended up just uh, saying that he start, he's starting the, the game. Um, so I guess that was that was good for Ingram. Yeah. Would you? I mean, obviously, you probably would have been at least a little bit nervous had Trevor Lawrence not played. Yeah. Would you? Have, would you have played him if if uh, Trevor Lawrence was out? I would have played him. Okay. Um, moving forward, what's his schedule? Let's see. I think he has. Let me pull this up. I have Trevor Lawrence too. Baltimore, Tampa Bay, Carolina, and Tennessee. So it looks like, I mean, Baltimore is obviously a tough matchup. Probably one of the best defenses right now. Yeah. Um. It looks like Tampa Bay is okay against tight ends. So, you know, not a bad matchup there, but against Carolina. Carolina in general is not good, but they're showing up red against tight end. Does So is he somebody you are going to play every single week through the playoffs? I don't think I can sit him. It's tough. Um, obviously, Pitts caught a touchdown this past week. Um, yeah, Arthur Smith is starting to figure out his team. He's starting to listen to the uh, listen to the, uh, the popular opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's still hard for me to trust Pitts though, just because they just use all of their their options over there. Like, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, they have stars at every position. They have you know uh, Drake London, yeah. they have Bijan, and they have Pitts. Yeah, but you you still get a little bit of Algier here and there. You get uh, John U. Smith, and you get. Uh, I don't even know who outside of Drake London, Zacchaeus. No, <laughs> like, Zacchaeus is a, a, a Colt now, I think. Or like I don't know who, who else at. is. What, what is that depth chart look yeah. like? I think. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I I think that um I think that he's gonna have a really good like playoff run for a lot of teams. I don't know why. You talking about Pitts? Like like you said, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think Pitts might actually start playing like really well because Drake London and Bijan are opening up that door for him and if it's a red zone threat you're either going too tight and set with Janu and uh Pitts or you're giving it to like Bijan or Algier right so but I don't know Pitts has been on the trend lately and I'm gonna I'm buying his stock I'm actually using him over uh who is that uh tight end I can't remember his which, name which San team? Francisco tight end. I don't know I'm Kittle playing. Kittle yeah I'm actually I don't know why I I think I think there's too many options over there in San Fran, so I'm gonna go with the the other plenty of options in the tight end. Oh, absolutely fair. I think uh, I don't know how the Falcons' playoff is uh, playoff schedule for fantasy, yeah. but um, I mean, you can. Tr- I feel like you can trust San Fran every single week. Yeah. So I know it's tough. It's tough, and I, I can see why you would go that way because absolutely, you know. Um, well, the Falcons are still in it, right? They are. They're, yeah. still, so, they're still in the hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just my last tidbit on Evan Ingram. If Trevor Lawrence is playing, then I'm playing him, especially with Christian Kirk out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, Fu, why don't you give us your second 
uh, stat line. Okay, so this player's got seven receptions, 149 yards, and a touchdown. One rushing yard, one <laughs> one rushing, one rushing yard, and a tutty. I think I know who this is. This is a su- <laughs> this was a superstar week for this guy. <coughs> um, I, th- I I think I know, but I don't know. Like I feel like. If you said it, I think I would be able to agree, Jimmy. Who do you think? It seems like it's Chase Brown. <laughs> Chase Brown? Yeah. The 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 running, running back? back? Yeah. He did, you know what? He did have a lot of receiving work. He's establishing, establishing himself as like the pass catching back. Yeah, I know he had a he had a big uh re- receiving touchdown. And I feel like, but I, I feel like he, I feel like he would have more than one rush attempt though, no? I mean, Joe Mixon is still there. I, I mean, I, I didn't watch. I, I feel like I feel like this is a a wide receiver. Oh yeah, this feels like right. wide receiver right. line to me because the, the the receptions, right? It's a lot of. But then again, yeah. I mean, it's it's possible it could be like uh, Chase Brown if they utilized him in as as a pass catcher. Right. So I think it's very possible. But did, did Chase Brown have two touchdowns this week? I think he did. Oh, okay, he had a huge game. Wow. I know that Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon did good too. So it's not like, you know. Yeah. I, but I feel like this is, just reading this stat line, I think it's a wide receiver. Um, if it's a wide receiver, I don't know who it is. <laughs> like nothing comes to mind. Like who? Let's t- well, let's take a step back. It could be Debo actually. Yeah, this is like this feels like a Debo line. But yeah. I don't know how he did this week. I can't remember. He, he did pretty good. I would go with Debo or Chase Brown. <laughs> we can go Debo first. All right, go with your uh, wide receiver hunch. All right, give us Debo. It's Debo. It's Debo. <laughs> First try. <laughs> Let me check Chase Brown's stats. Good job, guys. Hey, that's why we're the commissioners. Yeah, he. I faced him against in fantasy. He wrecked my team, and he. I mean, I just thought it was funny because they gave him like our little. He's always like been that little uh, gadget player sometimes for them. Yeah, especially- and I just find it. Go ahead. No, yeah, I was just saying, I was gonna agree with you that you know, especially before uh, McCaffrey, he was the, the Russian guy, you know. As yeah, a wide he, and and he would get like these little like one yard runs for like a first down or like a touchdown. So I thought that was really funny. And yeah, he had a huge past two weeks. He's but he's been huge. Yeah, I feel like he was kind of relatively quiet the first half of the season. Relatively, not not no, obviously not completely, but like I feel like he's been ripping up a lot this second half. Yeah, 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 you got. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, guess, guess saying, honors. Imagine getting like him. What? Where did he get drafted in most leagues? Like he was almost like a wide receiver two for some people in redraft leagues. Yeah, yeah. I think he's borderline like end of wide receiver one range and wide receiver two range because of all the options there, and because people at the beginning of the season didn't trust Brock Purdy. Yeah. So you know that, that's a value pick. That's you know. Helps you a lot in terms of redraft, and those are the kind of players that you kind of look for when you're redrafting because you know it allows you to pick better players at towards the beginning of the draft so that you can have, you know, superstars at the end of the draft. You have, you have value everywhere is what it what it allows you to do. Yeah. All right, but I mean, D was a superstar. I don't think we have to speak too much about him. He's a locked star every week, right? Yep. Oh yeah. All right, Jimmy, give us your next line. All right, so I have 25 completions, 43 attempts, 271 yards, a touchdown, a pick, and a carry for eight yards. Is it a, was it a pick six or was it just a pick? Or will you give it as a hint later on? 
I'm giving no hints. <laughs> All right, Fu, I have a hunch that this is a quarterback. Oh, yeah, it's got to be one. 43 attempts, 2G. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's not Sam Howell. He makes a lot. He has a lot of talents, but Sam Howell was on bye this week. So it's not Sam Howell. Yeah. No, no, not him. Um, not. I feel like, I think this is uh, Will Levis. He threw a pick right at the start of the game. It was an atrocious pick, but then he picked up, picked himself up the rest of the game and he, he killed it. Oh, yeah. Man, I know. He had a great end of the game. He, he, I mean, uh, was... he really built up that momentum for his team. Like, he was the energy. Yeah. I can agree with Will Levis because I don't. I don't think he threw that many yards or that threw that many touchdowns or anything. I like know that. that he threw one long touchdown to uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I was watching when that happened, um, yeah. but I don't know if he threw any more than that because I know that Derrick Henry had two touchdowns. I think one or two. Derrick, yeah, Derrick Henry had a, a couple of touchdowns. So, so are we good with Will Levis? I'm good with Will Levis. All right, Jimmy, what is it? Not Will Levis. Okay, <sighs> that's definitely okay. a good guess though. I have to give you guys props for that. Uh, this seemed like a Will Levis kind of line. Um, but he's not okay. He's not a rookie or a backup. He's not a rookie or a backup. So he's one of the few starters <laughs> that are still healthy. <laughs> mm, it wasn't. It's was definitely not Josh Dobbs or Aiden Hutchinson because they couldn't throw a touchdown to save their life. Aiden Hutchinson is a defensive player, no? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> same first name. Yeah, yeah, same first name. I don't think it was Gino. No, Gino was out. Yeah, oh, Drew, Gino, it was Drew Lock this Drew week, that's Locke, right. That was, yeah. I don't think it was, I just don't think it was the Seahawks, right? Oh. Um, was it Lamar? No, Lamar would have more rushing yards than that, right? Would he? So no, huh? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm just thinking out loud. Who else? Who else is still starting? Tua is still starting, but I don't Tua think he. Had, I don't think he rushes. Oh, wait, this is. Tua yeah. didn't have a touchdown that game. Oh yeah, wait. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think who threw a pick. Somebody. I'm trying. When I was watching on Sunday, somebody threw a pick six. I don't remember who. That's why I was asking about the pick six. This looks like a Baker Mayfield kind of stat line. With, with the volume? Yeah. 43 attempts, 200. I mean, like... The volume that didn't go to uh, Mike Evans? <laughs> he did have an interception. I'm pretty sure Baker had an interception. I'm willing to go with that line. I don't have a better guess than that right now. So I'm willing to go with that if you if that's, if you're, yeah. that's what you're feeling. I'm, that's what I'm... That's Yeah, that's my pick. I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield. All right. Lock it <laughs> Not Baker Mayfield. It wasn't. I was so confident with Will Levis. Now all my momentum's gone. <laughs> Let's see. Another hint. He's. He. I think he's going to be a favorite to be picked in the Pro Bowl. One of the favorites. One of the favorites to be picked in the Pro Bowl. So you don't think he's going to the playoffs? Uh, not, it's not a playoff contending team. No, he. He. He's. Well, I mean, I guess that's another hint. Just because you're selected in the Pro Bowl doesn't mean that you're not you're not going to go to the playoffs. <laughs> Gardner Minshew. I mean, I guess it could be, but Minshew I feel like he didn't do that. Let me think. Let me look at these numbers. Gardner Minshew. These are kind of Gardner Minshew numbers. <laughs> yeah, I remember my my second hint. Yeah, pro the Pro Bowl. I don't think oh, it was no, the second hint. And is a no no. It was the um, the fact that it's a. Somebody who was a, like original starter, 
the original star for that team was Anthony Richardson. Oh, he was original starter, not back. Okay, gotcha. Uh. <clears throat> um. All right. Let's let's. Mitchell let's, Trubisky. No, Mitchell Trubisky is is a is also <laughs> a villain. <laughs> I can't remember who who the who are not the starters anymore in that Steelers team. It's, okay, so let's go through the division. It's not it's not Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones because Bailey Zappi played and he's not. Uh, whatever. Oh, it was it was Zach it was Zach Wilson. I think it was Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson had a really good game. No, no, Brees Hall had a really good game. Yeah, and he had, had, had a good game because Brees Hall had a great game because it was through the air. It was not through the ground that Brees Hall had a great game. Would he be considered a Pro Bowl person? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a good fact. Too. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so it's definitely not Tua. It's definitely not Zappy. It could be Zappy. I don't know. Zappy seems. It will, I don't. I don't think this is Josh Allen line. So that's the AFC East. Yeah. Um. AFC North is what? Um, Pittsburgh. Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco is Browns. I don't think Joe... Wait. Joe Flacco usually doesn't Joe rush. Fla- no, no, no. But he's not, a, he's not a starter. He's not a starter. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're struggling <laughs> out here. <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson? Can he be Lamar? I think I think Lamar did throw a pick. Or maybe he had a fumble. It was one or the other. A turnover. I don't know, man. I'm willing, my going? guess is, is, is as good as yours. Not Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Not Jalen Hurts. Not Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott went off. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm um, ready. I'm, I'm ready. Oh, Zach oh, oh, who, oh, who, oh, no. Who you got? No. No. Okay. No, I was thinking, no. Sam. There was Sam Howell, but then I was thinking Tommy DeVito, but he's not a starter. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to go, Zach Wilson. I'm, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's Pro Bowl. It could, Wait. Brock Purdy? I, I don't think Brock Purdy had the many attempts. I guess the, I guess the Seahawks. Well, Brock Purdy tossed. Brock Purdy could be a pretty good guess. All right, let's narrow it. Brock Purdy, Zach Wilson. <laughs> You're sticking to Zach Wilson. I'm thinking of who could be a Pro Bowl person, and Brock Purdy's definitely one of them. Zach Wilson, if all of New York decides to love him again. Um. Uh, I don't know why I my, I'm leaning towards Lamar Jackson. I don't know why. Uh, maybe that could be it. I don't know. I really don't I just know. Feel like he would have more rushing yards than eight rushing yards, but there have been weeks where he's got like negative two. Ooh, I'm, I'm leaving this in your hands. <laughs> oh God! I'm trying to think of every other like NFL team and their starting quarterback. Let's see if I can name some teams. Texans, Titans, Jags, Colts. Um, Did CJ Stroud play the whole? No, he didn't play. It's not Kyler Murray. And technically, I don't know if he if he fills in that that original starter role because he is like the starter, but he didn't start the season. (laughs) Kyler, I don't think could it be. No, they were on a bye week. Oh, they were bye. That's right. That's right. So it wasn't him. What other teams are there? I don't know. I think I think we need to set a time limit to this. Okay. Okay. Um, Lay I'll go with Brock. I'd go with Brock, Brock Purdy. All right, he's locking in Brock Purdy. I guess I am too. <laughs> <laughs> no, our first, first incorrect time. one. It's. I got you guys stumped there. Uh, it's Patrick Mahomes. Oh my goodness! Oh, I forgot. Yeah. So 
it's been hard watching Mahomes play with that wide receiver core because it's it's just painful. Um, he he doesn't seem to get anything going, um, and it looks like he really misses Tyreek Hill for sure. Uh, so my question to you is, since this is a dynasty podcast, do you think that he is still uh, quarterback one? No. Well, as of if you were drafting today. I would probably not draft him first overall or like in that first round range in, in dynasty. I think like in terms of rankings, the way he's playing is kind of like a quarterback five to 10 range. And so, um, and that's kind of like the way he's going to continue to play without having, you know, awesome receiving options other than Travis Kelsey. Um, Rashi Rice is kind of like his dependent, you know, his most dependable option other outside of Travis, and um, he's only a rookie, so he's still figuring it out too. Yeah. I mean, he he didn't have Pacheco this week too, so it was kind of hard for them to move the ball, and you can you can see um, that they've they're they're pretty frustrated. Oh yeah, especially, especially Mahomes. You could see him at the end of the game just he was he was very upset. Yeah, he's hot. Was a, yeah. Andy Reid too, but you know, like it, it just wasn't very sportsmanlike the way that they handled it. But, yeah, you know, that's a whole different conversation, right? Um, but yeah, no, I th- I still think t- Patrick Mahomes is a top option, but not the best, because he's never really been a rusher either. You know, he's a pocket passer. Yeah. Um, and so his baseline, he depends on th- the his throwing his arm to make to make points, whereas you know other players like uh. Sam Howell, Anthony Richardson, anybody who rushes will have a baseline where they're guaranteed to get you, you know, five to ten points just from their legs alone. Right. No, yeah, I agree. I, he's definitely not the QB one in Dynasty as of right now. Yeah, I think he, I think he's fringe, fringe QB one. That's what I would call him. Yeah. Any any thoughts, Boo? Well, I don't run a Dynasty league, so. No, but you know, so, the, the implications you, still kind of if, translate. Right. So if anything happens in the off season, any acquisition that is like a wide receiver heavy, say a Stefan Diggs, for example. That would be interesting, huh? Suddenly Patrick Mahomes is in the conversation again, right? That's why I don't think he he will still be the top QB, I think, in most people's boards to be off. Yeah. Because he still has Kelsey, he'll have Pacheco back again. He still has weapons and he can create the weapons. Um, I think also that um, a lot of the, his wide receivers are still learning. Right? MVS is still learning. Right? They shouldn't be still learning that playbook, but they're he's learning it and he's learning. He's understanding the speed of how fast the Chiefs run their offense. Um, so I I still think that uh, Patrick Mahomes is still going to be the first QB off the board next year. Like guarantee, he can he'll turn up and have another like forty point game, and everybody's like, oh, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know? I, I, I still have to disagree that I don't think he, in, he'll be the first off the board. I mean, we even in redraft, he's not the first off the board, right? Um, and that would be the same case in Dynasty. But I do think, I do agree with your sentiment that at any given moment, they can acquire a talent that would make, put him back right right back up to the top, like in the snap of, fing, of a finger. So, you know, we know that t- t- Patrick Mahomes is probably the, the most talented quarterback in the league. And um, he just needs... You know somebody to match his his talent. Yeah. Somebody to keep up with him. Like a like a Tyreek Hill. Like a Tyreek Hill, <laughs> an elite, an, an elite option. That's what he he needs a more experienced wide receiver who yeah. is elite. Yeah. And 
there's going to be a lot of them out there after this season. So yep. hopefully the Chiefs can pick one up. All right. Last last line before we move on for the segment. We've been we, we've been dwelling here, dwelling here for a little bit. Um, <laughs> 22 attempts, 68 yards. Um, and then in terms of receiving, eight targets, seven receptions for 72 yards and a touchdown. This is a running back from the uh, attempts. But he also got a lot of usage as a pass catcher. Eight targets? Eight targets. Sheesh. Um, I don't know. Nobody really jumps out to me with this line. Um, it's like borderline good performance, you know, like good performance. It's like without the touchdown, it's like an okay line, right? Like serviceable. But could, it be, could it be like Kamara? He's a dual threat type of running back he gets a lot of receptions it could be yeah i was thinking either that's actually a good one maybe kyron williams Williams. i know he had like a decent week it's nothing crazy but i'm down to lock in any of those guys maybe we can get a hint and figure it out yeah Yeah, let's go with camara since uh i thought that was a good guess yeah it is is not alvin camara um this hint might give it away, might not. If you if you study it up, um, he was RB one on the week. RB one on the week. This RB. is an RB one stat line, apparently. Apparently, it's an, I want to say Moster, but Moster scored twice. Wait, yeah, it's a mediocre line, but he's running back one. That, that's what it says here. Week fourteen, RB one. <laughs> Let me let me look it up on a different uh, thingy just to be sure. RB one of the week, huh? Kyron Williams is a good guess too. Yep, RB RB one. I don't think he's. I don't think he was running back one though. Hmm. I'm trying to think who went off, but <clears throat> Zeke. You think it's Zeke? Zeke. Zeke. A, he had a really good week against the Steelers. I didn't watch that game because it was just a bad matchup. Yeah. But it was a bad matchup, but it ended up being a good game. Yeah. I, yeah. I just didn't want to watch it. Cause... <laughs> no, that's absolutely fair. I think a lot of people were not excited about this matchup. Yeah. I don't know if he, he's not really a pass catcher though. No, he's like, more of a bulldozer type yeah. running back. Huh. Running back mm-hmm. one. I don't know. I'm trying to think of all the, t- the, the teams that played. You said he was the top running back this week or this week. This week? Oh. How's it not Moster? Moster is I mean Moster scored, but like I don't Is it Derrick Henry? I don't know, I'm stumped. I just got that hint. <laughs> you take the stab at it, Jimmy. Alright. You lock it in. <laughs> I'll just I'll just go with Zeke. Blocky and Zeke. Final answer. <laughs> yeah. That is correct. That is Zeke. Oh. <laughs> I know Poo had no idea. He, he did not believe it. <laughs> oh, I just, look. Zeke of Zeke, all people. Look. Zeke had a phenomenal Zeke. week without uh without Ramondre Stevenson. And that's I think that's kind of like uh what you can kind of project out of this uh running back room in uh, New England. When when one's out, the other one has so much more. Like I feel like 
I feel like literally you take their performances when they play together and you combine them, and this is the kind of like literally the kind of stat line you would get. Right. Espe- especially with uh, right. Bailey Zappi playing the way he did last past week. Yeah, I think the thing that's the line that surprises me is the targets and the receptions. Like Zeke does not typically, you know, catch passes in the backfield. Like even when he was on on uh, on the Cowboys, you know, it's Pollard that was the one that was doing all the catching. Yep. And you know, when there's only one on one uh running back back in, in the backfield in New England, I guess this is how they play because that that is literally the difference between Raheem Mostert and Ezekiel Elliott. Right. Raheem Mostert ended the week at RB4, you know, um with 96 yards and two touchdowns, but only one reception for like a few yards. Yeah. And so, you know, in we in our half PPR format, you know, that's that's the difference maker. Right. Very very cool stat. <laughs> yeah. Very unexpected. I, I just I what threw me off was where he got the touchdown was off a reception touchdown. He's not known to always get those. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what kind of threw me off too. I didn't think it was gonna be Zeke at all. I was gonna go with Kyron Williams. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that I wasn't the only one stumped this episode. Oh no, oh, oh, no but you you got it. So I was the only one that stumped this episode. All yeah. right, let's move on. Fantasy feud. All right, this is literally this is literally fam- family feud, but with fantasy football, we're gonna do a warm up round. Um, for for food to get acclimated let me just share my screen with you guys real quick i uh i did something new and i made a a powerpoint <laughs> nice so that you guys can have some visuals and help you guys Whoa. um i'm just gonna leave it in this this format you guys can still see right yep all right um i'm going to how do i minimize this i don't want you to reveal anything uh so one more round uh, foo I'm gonna have I I'm gonna have you go second in this round. I'm because Jimmy knows how to play. So uh, <laughs> my cat is here and she's just being the cutest distraction. <laughs> um, all right, Jimmy, you can see this warm up round. The category is team logos with teeth. Okay. Um. Uh, for this round, since it's warm up, everything's only going to be worth one point, and there's also no top option to give a you know more than one point to. So every option is just going to give you one point. Keep track. These, these, this is a warm up round, but it still counts. Okay. All right. So I, I just I just basically go until I can't go anymore. Yep. And then if you uh, if you get three wrong, uh, or we can we can make it a little bit shorter. Let's do two wrong. Okay. Uh, if you get two wrong, Fu would get a chance to steal whatever points you ha- uh, have accumulated. If there's any options left, yeah, I'm looking at the bullet points here. There's five. Uh, I only know one off the top of my head right now, which is it's the Jaguars. The Jaguars is correct. You have one point. All right, let's see what what other animals are out there. Um, I'm gonna give you um, the. Okay. You want team logos with teeth? Is it like with teeth showing or just like with teeth? With teeth. If there's teeth in the logo. <laughs> Okay, because I'm, I'm trying to think of like the lions. <laughs> Obviously, they have teeth, but I don't know if it's showing. Yeah. Um, Do you want to give it a try? Yeah, I'll, I'll go lions here. It's probably wrong though. Lions is option number five. <laughs> okay. So you have two points. Okay. Uh, there's there's just kind of like sticking out a little bit, but not like you know. Yeah, that's, kinda, what, that's why like think, an outline. That's why that's why I asked the question. Yep. Because I know like, all right, let's, let's let's try to focus here. 
I'm gonna give you a sec- ten, ten, ten second timers because we gotta speed up this segment yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Nine. The Bengals. The Bengals is your first wrong, <laughs> incorrect answer. You have one more chance. Okay. Dang, going first is hard, huh? <laughs> this is just a warm up round. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me. Any other answers? Let's see. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. I have nothing. Three. Two. Just throw a team out there then. All right, the Dolphins. Wrong. Foo, you have any answers to steal two points? The Patriots? The Patriots is incorrect. Jimmy, you get to keep your two points. That's actually a good guess. (laughs) I was Um, thinking of their old logo. (laughs) The other teams that have teeth are the Panthers. I was thinking of cats, man. I couldn't think of the (laughs) Panthers, though. They're so bad. I I chose New England before that. The Bucks. I was also oh, thinking the Bucks because the skeleton on the uh, mm-hmm. the flag with the flag, and the Bears. Uh, <sighs> of course, mediocre teams. <laughs> All right, so so <laughs> who, you get the idea how the game works now, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna have you take the first round. Uh, the category will be Jimmy. You have two points. The category for a first round is top tight ends based on fantasy points. Who's going first, right? Yep. This is top tight end on the season, by the way. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Laporta. Sam Laporta. You have one point. Oh. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. That is the number one answer. I'm giving you two points for that. So you have three points. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Give me a name. Uh, God, what's his name? Um, geez, blanking out right now. I'm going to have to give you <laughs> an X. You have one more chance. You have 10 more seconds to come up with another name. <laughs> uh, gosh, what's his name? Is that Atlanta Falcons? Tight end. I don't know why I'm blanking out now. Pitts? Pitts is not a top oh. tight end. So, Jimmy, you have a chance to steal two points. What this name is, are you throwing out this there? This is hard, right, Phil? Like, when you're on the spot, when you're, on the, when you're on the spot, it is definitely much harder. All right, I'll go. Um, I'm sure our listeners are just yelling out <laughs> yeah, names right now. <laughs> I'll go TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson is the second type tight end. So, Jimmy, you just earned yourself four points. Two for Travis Kelsey. One for Hawkinson, one for Sam Laborda. Let's see who the other top tight ends on the season are. We have Kelsey in first. Kittle. Uh, Hawkinson is in the second tight end two position. In third is George Kittle, followed by the already answered Sam Laporta, followed by Njoku? Evan Engram. Oh, okay, Engram. In the in the sixth spot is Cole Komet. Ooh, wait, Njoku's not that in hard. seventh. Is uh, Jake Ferguson? What the heck? In the eighth, Mark Andrews still at the top of the leaderboard. Wow. Yeah, I Ninjoku is actually next in line. Okay, but I, that's where I cut him off. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to throw, throw that out there because um, just 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 to share share 
where tight ends stand currently in terms of the season. Um, I don't think the first top four are a surprise, but the the, the bottom four of these top options yeah. are definitely some things that people might not have known, like, right. especially with Evan Ingram in his past this past week. Mm-hmm. Cole Komet has been very useful. Uh, Jake Ferguson also very useful. But um, if you were to look at these stats, there's a definite tier break between... Um, so Kelsey and Hawkinson are close with 156 and 153 points, half PPR fantasy. And the tier break there goes into the next tier between Kittle and Laporta, which which have both have 143 points, literally decimal places separate them. And then a huge tier break between the top four and the top... And the, and the, the next four. The next four is... Uh, at, literally 20 point difference wow it's like, wow. like two games yeah so you know we always we, we know that tight ends are always you know a commodity to have and you know this this is the very reason because of the the, the differences in the usage and, and skill levels so uh what, what are we at for points how many points was that round that round gave you four points four, if you were, wow, yeah, you, okay. so, so you have between the warm-up and round one you have six points yeah <laughs> nice no yeah that's right yeah all right so, um, should we let Fu go first, or should we? Uh, Fu, do you want to go second? I'll go second this time. All right, the category. This is now things are getting a little tougher, but they are. You have do have a lot more options. This this is round two, and the category is all-purpose yards per games played. I use games played because it, it uh, levels the playing field for those who have not played, you know, have had injury, or um, or you know, have not played the same number of games as everybody else. And then these players only include players that have played at least nine games. So basically, you're looking for who has the most all-purpose yards between receiving and rushing. I believe... Who's who, who's, it, who's going? I said Jimmy can go first. Oh, I'll okay. go first? Okay. Yep. All right, so I have... Starting the timer. CMC. CMC. Top option, two points. Uh, Rashad White. Uh, hold on. Let me make sure I have the right list. Rashad White is does not have the most all-purpose yards, not top ten at least. What? Not within these uh, parameters. That's crazy. Yep. You got one more chance. All-purpose yards. That's very surprising. Uh, let's go. Saquon. Saquon Barkley, option number eight. So you have three points so far accumulated. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is <laughs> incorrect. This list is hard. I thought it, I thought Rashad, Rashad White was. There are some, there are some names that I'm sure that you should have said before. You know, like these. Well, some, yeah, some yeah, obviously. Well, when you're on the spot, it's tough. I know, I know. All right, Fu, are you able to steal these three points? Oh God, I hope so. Who are you guessing? Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams is the third option. You just got yourself uh, four points actually because you got the point from Kyron, Kyron Williams as well. So put yourself down for four. And uh, let's go through this list. At the top, we have CMC with 124.2 uh, yards per ga- per game. Next was Tyreek Hill, guys. Come on. Oh, I was just thinking. I was just thinking of running backs. That's why. <laughs> all purpose, all purpose yards. Kyron Williams was third, <laughs> followed by this is a surprising one, Rashid Shahid. I don't think you guys would have gotten that one. No. 
because that that you know that he made the list of yards per game. That's that's kind of crazy. Because uh, when you look at the names around him, he does not fit in. <laughs> but He's, he had a stretch of games where he was getting like a hundred plus yards. Yeah, he was a uh, he's a uh, hundred plus yards on like three three receptions. You know, like three receptions. Yeah, that's it's like, crazy. He's such a he's literally Gabe Davis. <laughs> he's the same Gabe, Gabe Davis, big play guy. Uh, at fifth, we have uh, C.D. Lamb with 102.8. And then in sixth, we have A.J. Brown with 96.8. Alvin Kamara with 96.6. We already said Saquon Barkley with also 96.6. At ninth, we have Keenan Allen. And tenth, we have Travis Etienne. Um, there's a couple names that, that should be in there but did not meet, meet the uh, number of games played. A-Chain and Justin Jefferson actually slot in between CeeDee Lamb and AJ Brown. That's quite impressive for having played less than nine games because some of these play some of these guys have played fourteen games. Yeah. Or thirteen games because so they had they had a bye. Chubb is in there too. He's actually should be right between Keenan Allen and ETN. That's insane. That's in, isn't that insane? Um but like 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 I said, this is an average of games played, so you know, it accounts for, you know, games that they may have missed or whatever. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a positional thing. That's why I guess I was guessing running backs. <laughs> I, I should I I guess I should have specified. No, it's okay. All right, so what's what are we at for score? I think it's six to four. Six to four. Yeah. All right, so now it's Fu's trying to go first, right? Yep. You have you have a chance to uh, to win to take it all home right now, Fu. Uh, round three <laughs> is non-quarterback half PPR fantasy rankings with at least nine games played. So it could be wide receiver, uh, tight oh, okay. end, or running backs. It's like Tyreek Hill would be one of them. Tyreek Hill is one of them. Okay, non-QB, half PPR leagues. Yep, this is just rankings in general. Like, uh... Travis Etienne? Travis Etienne is not on this list. Uh, Alvin Kamara? Alvin Kamara is not on this list. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, Jimmy, you have a chance. I mean, you basically—if you could steal this, you—I mean, even if you don't steal this, you still have more points. So why don't you just give yeah. it a stab? All right, CD Lamb. Uh, CD Lamb is number four on this list. Uh, Raheem Moster. Raheem Moster is number five on this list. Uh, who's before Hill? I'm trying to think. Who did better than him? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is not on this list. Okay. If you can you continue to take stabs at it too. We're just guessing at this point now. Sure. I can't think of anybody the, that are non QB. Come on, you said some of these names before in the last round. <laughs> 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 oh, obviously CMC. CMC is top option. Come on, guys. <laughs> that just shows you that it's harder than it. Than it is, you it, know? it definitely is. That's also why I tried to give you guys some visuals so you guys can. Uh, well, when you can take see. off like, when you take off Tyreek Hill, you're like, who the heck did Baron? That's Tyreek what I'm saying, right? <laughs> McCaffrey, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so who's in third? Uh, I would say Kelsey. Kelsey's not on this list. Okay, so not not top six. So so then that that would like leave tight ends out as a whole then. Yeah, because Kelsey's number one. Yep. <laughs> uh, number three. Saquon? Not Saquon. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's Saquon. Uh, it's, it's probably someone surprising. Chase? 
Nope, Kyron Williams. Okay, yeah, Kyron there it is. <laughs> and then yeah. the last, do you guys want to take a stab or should I just reveal it? Reveal it. Keenan Allen. Wait, I said Keenan Allen, didn't I? Did you? Yeah, and you said he was on the list. <laughs> right, oh. I said Keenan Allen, right? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to uh, we'll have our listeners play back. I don't think Keenan Allen. Yeah, I said Keenan Allen. But either way, so I didn't, I didn't say anything about after yeah. round two. Because I, round two and round three are kind of connected for me in that, um, you know, this, where uh, we are at the end of the season, right? And typically, statistically, you know, you, you have a certain amount of yards per touchdown that the average player gets. And some of these players that have a ton of yardage, um, Rashid Shahid, for example, Travis Etienne, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, they don't make this top rankings list and they probably should be on there. And so, you know, these are players that um, you may want to consider making sure that they're in your lineup. Uh, you guys can, you know, obviously do a little deeper dive and take the list, extrapolate the list a little bit further and, you know, find out where players are going to look for the players that are going to regress towards that average statistically. Um, this is just a, you know, get ready for playoff guys segment. Very nice. Well done. Very cool. This was really fun. No, I'm glad you liked it. Let's um, let's see. Yeah, definitely, definitely hard when you get put on the spot. I think uh, this would be fun to play like in person with a, with a bigger group. Right. If you have actually have a whole family playing, that'd be so fun. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to our our, our last and final segment. Would you rather? All right. This is exactly what it sounds like. We are presenting some a pair, some pairs of players, and we're deciding who you would, each of us would rather play in this upcoming week of week 15, first week of playoffs. So, uh, Fu, why don't you take guest, guest honors and give us your first line? Okay. I got Noah Brown at Tennessee or Rasheed Rice at New England. Do you have any initial thoughts, Jimmy? Or do you want me to go first? You can go first. I am absolutely not taking Noah Brown against Tennessee. I would much rather have Rashi Rice. Rashi Rice is a is other aside from Travis Kelsey, who has been uh, not his you know top tight end self. Like he, it feels like he's slowed down a little bit in terms of his production. Uh, Rashi Rice is the next player up in terms of uh, targets and volume and. Uh, and you know every other production stat on the offense for Kansas City. Uh, so I think I, I trust Rashi Rice much more. And then on the flip side, Noah Brown. I I don't think Noah Brown can do it by himself. He feels like a wide receiver two type of player where he needs somebody else to open up the offense for him. Like before, he had uh, he had Nico Collins, he had Tank Dell, and that is kind of like. It, 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 it's very reminiscent to me of, of a T. Higgins situation. You know, T. Higgins is, I don't think he's a wide receiver one, but he's a great wide receiver two. And then not only that, there's a big chance that, there's, I think I personally think it's a very good chance that uh, C.J. Stroud is not going to play this week. And so if it's Davis Mills playing, I, don't, I, can't, I feel like I can't trust uh, Noah Brown. Yeah, so I mean, Elvis went through some of the factors already. Um, you know, obviously... If Stroud plays, then it's not much. It's not really a, a surefire answer for me for, for Rishi Rice, because um, if if Stroud plays, they don't really have 
anyone else. Like it ha- it's it's either Noah Brown or John Menchie, right? And Dalton Schultz. I don't know if he's gonna be playing this week. Robert Woods. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Robert Woods is there. Um, but like I said, if if Stroud is there, it's much closer for me. Um, you know, somebody has to do the scoring. Um, maybe it's the running backs, but uh, you know, maybe I, it's Dalton Schultz. Yeah, if if he does play. I don't know what Schultz's situation is. He hasn't played in the past two weeks. It could be Brevin Jordan. Uh, um, but, you know, I do lean Rasheed Rice more. He seems like the safer option because he does have that rapport with Patrick Mahomes. Um, he's the only one that I think has shown, outside of Travis Kelsey, the only one that can really be reliable um, in that offense. Uh, so I think I lean Rasheed Rice. Like I said, it's closer because if Stroud plays, then... You know, I think Noah Brown could be a decent play as well. Yeah, I, I don't lean. I'm over there. Yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, what are you, Fu? Who do you want uh, to play? So, um, I would rather. I'm on the on the opposite end of you guys. I think I'd rather play Noah Brown than Rasheed Rice. Uh, okay, I like mostly it. Cause of rec- mostly because of recency bias. I think New England's defense is there. You know, and I think that. Patrick Mahomes, emotional. He's, you know, he's going. He's gonna go up against like a really good defensive team again, or not again, but a really good defensive team. And I don't, I don't think Rasheed is gonna. If they know that they have to lock down Kelsey and Rasheed, I think that they're gonna be okay. Um, Noah Brown, on the other hand, he's had like you know. Here and there, good games. He's definitely had like a really big game when Tank Dell was there. You know, Collins wasn't stuff like that. But um I think Noah Brown, uh weather conditions are gonna be better for him. Uh I think Mills is gonna need to rely on a target, and I think Noah Brown's gonna be there. I think Noah Brown's gonna have more receptions, he's gonna have more looks. Uh and I choose him because, you know, uh if anything, uh Tennessee's, you know, defense will open up for him. Um, but you know, if, if Mills is playing, you know, not a great look, obviously, for Brown all that much. But I think I, I still choose Noah Brown over him. Uh, if Stroud starts, then definitely Noah Brown over Rasheed Rice. For me. Absolutely fair. I, I appreciate that uh, that viewpoint. All right, Jimmy, give us your would you, would you rather. Okay, so I have Tajay Spears. He's on the opposite side of the ball uh, playing against Houston or Chase Brown. Um, he's on Cincinnati. I don't know who, <laughs> I don't know who they're playing. Uh, it looks like they're playing Minnesota, um, but two two backup rookie running backs that had um, much more usage than they usually do. Any initial thoughts, Boo? Uh, yeah, both. You know, just like Jimmy said, both. You know, great. You know, uh, RB two kind of options, uh, especially if you're you you know you need somebody there uh, right off the bat. Um, if I had to choose, I'm going. Ty J Spears over Chase Brown, uh, mostly because his usage was used. He was used a lot in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, Derrick Henry, I don't know if he's injured or something like that, but they had to really sit him out for almost like eight minutes of that game towards the end. And using Ty J Spears, like as their primary running back, he was catching, he was receiving. So um, if, you know, if Mixon is starting, if he's healthy and he starts, uh, I would not choose Chase Brown over Ty J Spears. I think Ty J Spears has more usage, so. I'm choosing him. I, I also uh, lean towards Tajay Spears in this one. Um, we've seen Tajay Spears take pretty much 50% of the snaps uh, throughout the entire season, even with Derrick Henry there. Um, 
And so Tajay Spears is a much more trustworthy option to me. Chase Brown, I mean, not only that, but this past week, this past two weeks, he's been used as a the pass catching back, whereas Derrick Henry is the bruiser. Um, you know, this this past week alone, Tajay Spears ranked as RB sixteen, being an RB two. Um, you know, being a backup running back, uh, mainly due to his his receiving work, eight targets, six receptions for eighty nine yards. Make that add a touchdown in there, and that's 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 twenty that's a twenty point week. You know. Um, Jace Brown, I just feel like, I feel like the, 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 the workload is still much, much so, much more so on Joe Mixon's side in Cincinnati. And so I feel like I can trust Tajay Spears more. His baseline is much higher than Chase Brown's. Yeah, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, I would probably go with Tajay Spears too, um, just because the Chase Brown, like his last week's performance, it seems like it was kind of an anomaly. You know, he just had that big um, touchdown that that really gave him that that big number. Um, but you know, I think he has maybe he probably has a higher ceiling, not much higher than Ty J Spears. But um, like you said, you know, the floor for for Spears is is is, is much safer. Yeah, I think it's better. So sounds good. All right, since. Since we are talking a lot about Tennessee and Houston, uh, I'm going Davis Mills versus Zach Wilson. They're both away. Davis Mills is playing against the Titans, and Zach Wilson is playing against the Dolphins. Who are you starting? The Dolphins is a really hard matchup. They've, their defense has been on point. I think I take Zach Wilson, just because he he has nothing to lose anymore. Even he said it himself, like he said, what's going to happen? He's going to get benched again. So. He has nothing to lose. I think he's gonna go out there and just um, prove that they shouldn't have benched him. You know, he he has that chip on his shoulder. Um, Davis Mills obviously was the, the starter before, um, and with no options, you know, other than Noah Brown, I don't know if Schultz Schultz will be back. Um, it's it's really hard to kind of uh, go with Mills. Any thoughts, Boo? Yeah, um, whew. I always like to play like the uh, yeah, devil's, yeah, devil's advocate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. I I don't know, man. I think I real like Zach Wilson. I think they Miami's figured Zach Wilson out, so I don't think Zach's gonna have that great of a game. Plays in their division, plays him twice, you know. So I'm gonna go with Davis Mills. Uh, if he plays, you know, I think he's. They haven't schemed for him. He's like primarily a pocket passer kind of guy. But um, he's playing against the Titans, um, and we've seen the Titans kind of falter a little bit. Uh, I mean, they, they gave Miami the W, but Miami decided to also not play well. So uh, Davis Mills, I think, against the Titans, um, I'm seeing uh, the Titans let up more yards per attempt. Um, they let up, you know, less touchdowns than Miami has let up. But, uh, you know, he doesn't have as many weapons, so I think that Davis Mills will rely upon uh, a lot of that run game, he's going to rely a lot of Noah Brown. You know, I, I think he's going to get his usage out of it, and uh, you know, hopefully he plays well. So that's my guess. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I, I'm I going with Commissioner Jimmy on this one. Zach Wilson is is my guy moving forward. Uh, I mean, not my guy, but, you know, <laughs> like between these two, he's my guy. <laughs> um, but Zach Wilson, we saw him, you know, his first week back, with exactly what he said in that, what Jimmy mentioned about that press conference where Zach Wilson said he has nothing left to lose, you know, and he, he, 
he went ahead and he did exactly that. He he showed that you know he's willing to throw the ball now. He's not afraid anymore because, I mean, if he goes back to the bench, it's not like he loses anything. And he, if he plays, that's great. You know, so he's a, he's not afraid to air it out anymore. And we saw that with uh, Brees Hall's production. Uh, we, I don't think we've highlighted Brees Hall this past week, uh, this episode, but we I did mention that you know Brees Hall he didn't have a whole lot of yard uh, ground yards this week. It was, it was like 20 yards or something like that. But through the air, Brees Hall, they, Brees Hall was, uh, through the air is where Brees Hall made his money this week. Yeah. Eight receptions, nine targets, 86 yards. Yeah. And a touchdown. Yeah. Ooh. And so uh, not only that, but you look at Garrett Wilson's stat line this week, also yeah. back to relevance. Right. And I just think that the weapons over in, in, uh, the on the New York Jets is better than what Davis Mills has to work with currently, and so if Zach Wilson plays that the way he did this past game against Miami, we might actually see fireworks. Yeah, and I don't feel like Davis Mills has given us like you bring up the point that uh, Fu, you bring up the point that like Davis Mills is kind of like a you know a new face, but they have they have tape from him from last season. I know he's obviously improved since last season, but like uh, they've also had tape on him from when uh, CJ Stroud went down. You know, so I don't. I don't see them not being able to. There's no reason why they can't game plan for Davis Mills. Is is my opinion, and I think I just think that Zach Wilson, if he continues to throw the way he does, he just is a, a more uh, a, a better ceiling option. So I'm going Zach, Zach Wilson. Nice. All right. Yeah. Uh, Fu, give us your second line. Okay. All right. So the second line is gonna be. Some pretty juicy, juicy stat lines for these two. I think both could have a really great production, but let's see what you guys think. It's uh, Chris Olave and against the Giants and Cooper Cup against Washington. Both home games. I think I, uh, I go with Cooper Cup here. Um, I think Matt Stafford has been really good for fantasy recently. Um, and Chris Olave is a talented receiver. Don't Don't get me wrong, but... Derek Carr is a dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, you know, he's not a good quarterback. Um, and I thought he would be, uh, you know, going to a new team and, and, you know, having new weapons. But it doesn't seem like he can get he, he, can, he can't get it done, it seems like. Um, and he, I think he's still pretty banged up. Uh, I'm not sure how healthy he is. Uh, but Cooper Cup just seems safer to me. Yeah, I think the matchup this week for the Rams is actually a great one. You know, we, we already mentioned on this podcast earlier this season that right at trade deadline, they traded away uh, two of their best uh, defensive ends. And so I think that Matt Stafford is going to have plenty of time to throw, and Cooper Cup is still a dominant player. Uh, he, he still has that ability. Uh, Chris Olave, I, I do have some personal bias because I have stocks in Chris Olave. Um, I would love to see him do better, but... Uh, just like Jimmy said, like I honestly prefer Chris Olave with James Winston than I do with <laughs> Derek Carr. That's insane. And that, you know that, that does sound crazy, but James Winston is at least you know willing to air it out, whereas um, uh, Derek Carr is kind of a check down every single play type of guy. Especially that's that's the way it's been this season. Yeah. And so um, I think Cooper Cup is a solid option this week, especially against Washington. So I'm going Cooper Cup. I feel like the uh, the. The Giants' defense, like the the team as a whole, we can't really sleep on them either because uh, they've been they won the past three games. Um, they're starting to look like a good team, 
even with uh, Devito as their their uh, quarterback. Yeah, so like, the, yeah, they're definitely figuring it out. Yeah, like I've I've mentioned before, uh, Dable he is a good coach. Yeah, and so you know he's he's they're gonna figure it out. Yeah, I wouldn't sleep on that defense. Yeah, I think for me it was uh, I have some notes about it. It's like uh, with Olave, you know, you're you're getting that wide receiver number one, right? Um, with Cooper Cup, uh, other than the recent game, he was you know trending downward for a lot of people, uh, especially with the stats. I mean, he was finishing what like not even in the top fifteen of wide receivers before last week. So uh, my two thoughts were, you know, Cooper Cup loaded wide receiver core. I think that Stafford is going to pass it to both Puka and him, especially on the Washington defense. They've allowed 30 touchdowns this year on eight yards per attempt. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm leaning also towards Cooper Cup more than Chris Olave. Uh, Chris Olave is kind of inconsistent. Um, you know, also depend solely dependent on his quarterback play, right? So, and Kamara gets a lot of those touches. Uh, and the Giants, like you guys said, Giants are a stronger town defense. So, but, um, you know, Chris Olave is also facing, they're in the NFC South, right? And NFC South is anybody's game at this point. So I think they're going to play a lot harder than the NFC West, where Cooper Cup is at. So if I if I had to put my two cents on it right now, it's definitely, uh, I was leaning towards Cup, especially when you guys are talking. <laughs> but now that I'm talking, <laughs> Chris Olave... Please, I like that. I like that's that's good for me. I, so, I, I I definitely I definitely would love that, and I need it. And um, yeah, I mean, Alave. I think Alave is still a developing player. Um, I feel like he he hasn't been given the chance to really shine yet. Like we've seen his own flashes, but like we haven't been we haven't seen anybody that can just feed him. Yeah, well, we're waiting. Michael Thomas is in IR, so you know, yeah, Alave step up. All right, Jimmy, your second line, please. All right, so we we talked about this player a lot earlier. So Keenan Allen against Las Vegas or Deontay Johnson against Indianapolis? Mm. I think I go Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, he had a, a rough week this past week, but I am I'm certain that he's going to bounce back. I know that he has one of the most targets this season, if not the most, and... Um, with that comes the yardage. And so um, De- Deontay Johnson, I like him in that he is, you know, prob- probably the best receiving option on his team um, and mo- the most targeted as well. But I just feel like I can't trust Trubisky. But now that you mentioned that, I-, I just remembered that Keen Allen also has a backup quarterback now. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that for a minute. Uh, so now I am unsure. I need to think about this for a minute. Fu, you have any thoughts? Yeah. Um, so Keenan Allen, I, you know, it's either Keenan Allen or Dante, right? And uh, they both have QBs that are meh. Um, but Mitch Trubisky trusting Johnson a lot more now is a good look. Uh, and uh, they're both facing against defenses that have allowed the same stat line. So to me, if I had to choose, I'm going Mitch Trubisky Johnson duo over the Easton Stick. Allen duo um just because I mean stick and Allen haven't really connected like that so I don't think Allen's gonna get I think Allen's gonna get the looks but he's not gonna get as accurate of passes as he was from Herbert 
and Trubisky trusts Johnson now. I think Johnson and Trubisky are where I'm leaning. Yeah, factoring in quarterback, I I think I kind of sway back towards Deontay a little bit in that Mitch Trubisky has been a starter quarterback in the past and has experience compared to Easton Stick, who's never started for an NFL team before. And, um, and I want to add on a little bit about the coaching in that, you know, I, I, I think that uh, uh, Tomlin, uh, what's his first, I forget his first name, Tomlin, Mike, Mike Tomlin um, over in the Steelers is a much better coach than Brandon Staley. So um, I think that that kind of helps too with the backup quarterback situation. Um, and I think it really, I feel like it could really go either way, but I think I lean, lean Deontay now. Yeah. Um, obviously the, the quarterback is the, the big factor here. Right. So, um, I look towards the matchup, right? I think Indy, they can respond to, you know, the Steelers. They can, they can score. Um, but what about Las Vegas? Can they score against the Chargers? They don't really have a good offense either outside of like Devonte Adams. They didn't really have a good game this past week and they're playing on Thursday. So it's a short week. Um, I think Keenan Allen is also questionable as of right now. I don't know what what his injury is. I think he's dealing with. Yeah. So like that kind of makes me fade him even more. You know, short week. You're you're banged up. Um, you're playing with a backup quarterback um, that doesn't really have much experience. Obviously, Mitch has experience before. He he has started for this team, um, and I think he can be serviceable this week. So that that thing that translates well for uh, Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Keenan Allen has a heel injury. A heel injury? Ooh. Yeah. Not good for He's not going to be running. Not good yeah, for he's not going to be running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. If we don't have anything else, I'm going to give my last line. Go for it. All right. We have Goose McLaurin or Jordan Addison. Uh, Terry McLaurin is playing uh, uh, the Rams, and Jordan Addison is playing um, away at... Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so, I like Jordan Addison. Um, like you said, Goose McLaurin cannot be trusted <laughs> until uh, I, I see some type of production from him. Um, Rams are a pretty tough defense. Um, you know, they, they just had their bye week. You think they're gonna come out fresh, but Terry McLaurin has been very. Like, not good. He's just been bad this season. Uh, I don't know why. He's just not getting the ball um, as much. And um, Jordan Aston, I don't know if JJ is going to play this week, Justin Jefferson. Um, But regardless, I think he should be a decent start. You have any thoughts, Fu? Yeah. uh, I'm also leaning more towards Jordan Addison um, against the Bengals. Uh he just has more experience. Well, not more experience, <laughs> but like you know, with his quarterback play and everything, you know, I I would lean more towards Jordan Addison. Uh, he's going to be he's our number one now, right? Jefferson's out again. He is questionable. Something? We're yeah. not we're not sure. He yeah, there's a good chance he might play this yeah, week. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Yeah, and McLaurin, he has whew, he has not looked like his old self whatsoever. He's got two touchdowns this year, guys. Like. He's not to be trusted. Sam Howell, as much as he gets that ball out, he just doesn't look his way. Um, so if, yeah, I'm I'm also leaning towards Addison this week. He's got a, I think he's got a better matchup too. Um, yeah, that's, both, 
both yeah both defenses they've they allow similar things so yeah i'll i'll go to addison i mean that's fair i i think for me this comes back to the quarterback play i i feel like nick mullins or josh jobs i don't really like either one of them and i i i personally am expecting justin jefferson to be back um and so I feel like that puts Jordan Addison at like you know wide receiver two position, which uh, he I mean this past week with Justin Jefferson in there shortly, he only got three targets and two receptions. You know he he's nearly nearly goosed this week, um, whereas Derek McLaurin we know that he goosed yes, but I feel like Sam Howell is totally capable of keeping up with the Rams. Um, and he's gonna he's gonna have to throw in order to, uh, you know, this past week the Rams they look really good. They actually look like a playoff contending team, and Sam Howell is going to have to throw in order to keep up with that. And I I think I feel like Terry McLaurin is gonna get the ball this week. I think I think if you said Jahan Dotson, I would I would uh, favor that more than McLaurin. McLaurin, yeah. yeah. I mean that, that that's absolutely fair. I feel I feel like both of them have been underutilized this year. Yeah. Strangely enough, Sam Howell really likes. Uh, 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 Curtis Samuel. Yeah. You know, surprising. Yeah. McLaurin hasn't had a 100 yard game this year. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is tough to trust. Um, but you know what? With your words, Elvis, I think I might have to lean towards that now. <laughs> uh, Scary Terry, come back, baby. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like, you know, we, we always say that, like, he's a great player, but he hasn't really had like a quarterback to help him do it. Like, I feel like if Terry McLaurin was on the, on the chiefs, I was just going to say that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that'd be, that would be insane. You know, like I feel like, that is... I just feel like, Terry, you know, I feel like talent always eventually shines through over situation. Mm-hmm. Situations can change. Talent doesn't necessarily change. Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree with you if it wasn't the first week of playoffs. <laughs> so I, I'll take the, the, uh, the seven <laughs> touchdowns over the two on the season. No, that's, <laughs> That is one hundred percent fair. I, I think this is a this is a uh, when you put it that way, it seems like it's, it kind of seems like a you're looking for a, uh, a floor or a ceiling play. You're yeah. Like, who do, what, do you want a floor? Right. or Do you want a ceiling? Is what you're you're kind of asking yourself between these two players. Yeah. And I always choose ceiling, right? Then Addison would be it. It Maybe depends. It depends on your. It's really matchup dependent in that case. Yeah. I would say sure. because if you if you have a good chance of winning without risking a lot, I would go Addison. But if you need right. the points to win, Terry McLaurin would be my play. But in a vacuum, without without you know any circumstances surrounding it, I think I'm this week in particular. I think I'm going Terry McLaurin. That's I, fair. All right, that wraps up our Would You Rather segment. That was our final segment for this episode. Uh, this episode has run rather long, so let's let's give our quick outro, Jimmy. All right, so we have an award show next week. Uh, so. League members, keep an eye out for a poll in Discord, and then yeah, help us out. We need, we need, <laughs> uh, we we will have nominees. You will not, you will be able to nominate as well, and um, we are we're, we're looking to give out some uh, some awards on the podcast. So please, please fill out the, that poll when it comes out. Yep, and then um, our final weekly winner shout out. Uh, just quick explanation for food because I know food doesn't know about this. In our league, we uh, we increased the dues this year in order to give a weekly payout for certain categories. Oh, that's fun. Um, yeah, it, it is fun. It gives everybody a chance to win. Um, uh, well, most people. I know Jimmy and I have yet to win this season, and we're not going to because this is our last one that we're giving out. Yep. Um, 
Week 14 goes to the scoring champ, which is whoever scored the most points this season. And Jimmy? That belongs to Henry. And uh, being a champion, this is a double prize. Instead of getting the, the weekly $25 check $25 check in the mail, you'll be expecting a, a, a twice as big amount. Whopping. A whopping 50 bucks. <laughs> so keep an eye out for that check. Um, congrats, Henry. And um, let's quickly remind people what's at stake for our playoffs. All right. So first place, $350 in the traveling trophy that's currently in Michigan. Yep. Second place, 175 bucks. Third place, 100 That's break even. Yep. And then seventh place. Do you want to go seventh or tenth first? <laughs> <laughs> let's go uh, seventh down to tenth. All right. So seventh is hosting the ceremony. Um, you also get an additional 25 off-season fab. And at eighth, you get fifty dollars for offseason fab, and you also hold, host an award ceremony in addition to posting on Roast Me Reddit. Which, by the way, they are very slow at approving posts because I I sent Stevens and they still haven't approved oh, it. Oh, really? They're, they have to approve it? I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Well, ninth place, you are a Cole OLA Butler, um, and you have the award ceremony act along with the seventy-five dollars offseason fab. Yep. And it, uh, for for tenth place, you receive a hundred dollars of extra offseason fab. You are going to Butler at the OLA, and you will get a spray tan. <laughs> Yikes. So that's it for this podcast. Good luck, everybody. Thanks, Fu, thanks for joining Fu for, us. Yeah, thanks, Fu, thanks for joining for us. us. I hope you had fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> it, was a, it went a little longer than expected, but it was. I think it was a good time. Yeah. Always welcome to come back. Yeah, you were a great guest and I, very knowledgeable. Yep. Oh, yeah. We love that. We love that. I'd, be, I'd love to come back. This was fun. Yeah, let's do it again soon. Thanks, Fu. Yeah. Thanks. No problem, guys. Good, Good luck, luck, everybody.